I'm Trevon Reed, former Auburn Tiger football player and national champion. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Back on Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. JJ Jackson with Ryan LaVoy and Tom Peavy. Our Sports Call podcast is brought to you by Coca-Cola. If you ever miss Sports Call Live or if you want to hear something again, make sure that you go back and listen to our show on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy an ice-cold Coca-Cola to go along with the hottest sports talk. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. We got to go to the phone lines and bring on our good pal Cole Pinkston from Auburn Live and On3 Sports. Two weeks from today, the early signing period and the transfer portal is off and buzzing. Cole, thanks for the time as always. How are you staying afloat right now with the number of names and news and football headlines that are out there in your world? Uh, You know, just barely, man. We're just trying, trying our best to get the right names out to everybody, whoever's Auburn's targeting in the portal. Uh, you know, we thought maybe it would settle down after day one, but it's it hasn't done that yet. So we're still watching it pretty close. Yeah, so the portal opens on Monday, and, and Hugh Freeze obviously is this new Auburn football head coach taking over, trying to also put together a high school class as well before the horn here. But how much of a deal is this transfer portal compared to the high school recruits that's currently taking place as well? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. And, and you know, they, they they have a lot of roster spots to fill at Auburn right now. It's, it's You've lost a couple guys to the transfer portal. Uh, nobody, really nobody that was, you know, a huge um, production loss, uh, I would say. Uh, but you got so many spots from seniors leaving, especially on the offensive line, defensive line, guys going pro. Transfer portal is is uh, just a huge opportunity for Hugh Freeze and his staff, and and I think uh, you know that has a lot to do with why. Which he's pretty much on schedule with his coaching hires, but you know taking his time maybe a little bit with the coordinators because he's out on the road with his new hires, and you know Christian Robinson, Zach Etheridge, and he's 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 getting after it with those guys right now. And that's number one priority. And, Cole, before we get into some of the more specifics on, on guys that they will be targeting and positions, it might be easier to first start off with what Auburn does not need. What What do you think is a position group or two that Auburn could use but is not going to be a priority for them in something like the transfer portal? Well, uh, I think most positions could use, you know, a, a, a player probably. Uh, running back maybe. I think running back, assuming that Tank Bigsby is going to go pro, uh, we don't have you know we don't have complete confirmation on that, but just assuming he is, um, Jarquez Hunter, Demari Austin are two guys that the staff, the old staff loves, the new staff loves as well. So, you know, you got two running backs there that are really good, and if you get a third guy from the portal, you would think it'd be somebody that could compete with those guys. So, running back's probably one of the better positions on the team right now i would say um you know i think tight end is okay but you also you know you're losing a huge receiving threat in john samuel shanker so you might want to rebuild there as well to get a receiver threat at at tight end um defensive line is that's they're going to need a lot of people there linebackers probably going to need a few secondary is probably 
the spot on defense where you feel the best right now, uh, but can still bring one or two guys in uh, at corner of safety probably. How do these next few weeks work and operate then for Hugh Freeze and his staff, Cole? I know we're seeing word out there that there are going to be a couple of transfer portal targets on campus this weekend, it feels. So is that kind of what the play is these upcoming weekends, getting guys on campus, visiting them throughout the weeks? What are the rules? What kind of is going to be the game plan for Hugh Freeze and his staff in order of attacking these transfer portal targets? Right. Uh, In-home visits are, are massive right now. We're tracking those at Auburn Live as well. We, we got a little tracker on that. Um, you can go to a guy's profile and you can look at, at his visits and see if he's been visited in home by Hugh Freeze or another coach. So we got that going on and we're watching for that. And he, he's already pretty much visited all of the commits uh, right now. He, he's hit those guys first and he's, and he's hitting targets as he goes. Uh, you know, it's all strategical. You want to make sure you get to the big targets. You know, uh, you want to time it right. So it's kind of difficult. Um, you know, I'm kind of glad I'm not in that position, but that's the way it goes. And that's the way recruiting is right now. And then, of course, you throw in transfer portal targets in the mix with that. Uh, what I think from observing how things are going, I, I think there's a huge emphasis on the transfer portal. There's a huge emphasis on the 23 class, but I wouldn't say that they're just trying to get numbers in that class. I think that they're, they're really honing in on the top guys, and they're going to make a massive push for those guys and see how many of them they can get to land. Um, and then they're working on the transfer portal just as hard and, and, and are going to have some options there and some playing time to sell. And, Cole, this time of year everyone gets very focused on uh, potential flips, and we've seen that. That's always kind of generates the most budge or a buzz, excuse me, on National Signing Day is someone uh, that, that decommits, a shocking decommit that, that goes elsewhere, do you see one of those in the cards for Auburn? I know with the new change in staff, they've been bringing in some some players that are already committed to other schools as well, which is traditional for any school. But but does Auburn think they can flip someone major here in the next couple of weeks? Uh, yes, they and they're working on a lot of guys um, that are committed elsewhere. It's just the nature of coming into a job, uh, you know, so late in a recruiting cycle. It's it's part of it. You got guys that were in state that the previous staff didn't didn't land and they're committed elsewhere and a couple of names that we're watching really close um we have them rated as a four-star four-star defensive back from mcdonough georgia colton hood who is currently committed to michigan state and he is an auburn legacy actually had four relatives that played for auburn probably wow. the most notable probably uh roderick hood who played and went to the nfl for several seasons that's his uncle so he's got a lot of ties to Auburn, and he and he's you know got got some uh, got some comfort there at Auburn, and I, and, I, and I think Auburn's probably going to pull that one off. We is what we think right now, and then his teammate um, in high school is that Eagles Landing Christian is is a four star offensive lineman committed to LSU, who was also really close with uh, four star defensive lineman Darren Reed, who just flipped from LSU. So you have that dynamic in play as well, and Chester. Uh, DJ Chester, I don't think I said his name. DJ Chester, big target, has been for a long time, and sounds like Auburn's really uh, ramping things up there, and it's going to have a shot in the end. And then I'd say another big one would be uh, four-star defensive lineman Keldrick Falk from Highland Home. He's committed to Florida State. I just spoke with him yesterday at the Alabama Mississippi All-Star Check-in, and um, 
he said that Florida State still is number one contender, but Auburn's coming on strong and really likes Auburn's new defensive line coach, Jeremy Garrett. So I'd say that Auburn still has a chance in that one as well. What about the offensive line, Cole? Because that's a position that obviously has to replace a lot. Auburn had, you know, guys that were playing for, for their sixth season. Some of them, it felt like they'd been here for over a decade with the COVID year of eligibility and injuries that they were battling back from and that sort of thing. All that to say, a bunch of new faces will be factoring into that Auburn offensive line in the 2023 football season. Are there transfer portal names that folks should be aware of? Yeah, um, you know, I think there's so many on the offensive line. I think there's so many so many guys. I don't think there's an offensive lineman that hits the portal without Auburn already, you know, already knowing who they are, already <laughs> knowing what they bring to the table. Like, th- th- that's how much they have to be on top of this, right? Uh, we know for sure, though, one guy, um, and he is actually an FCS transfer. His name is a Johnny Cornelius um, from Rhode Island. He is a guy that they have locked in on. It's a guy, he's a guy that they're going to visit soon. They really want to try to get him in. And, and you know, like I said earlier, so much playing time is, is wide open there. And, he, and he's a tackle, left or right tackle, could play either. And, and again, you know, so much playing time. So that's going to be that's going to be the pitch for all these guys. That's going to be the main pitch. You, you can come in and start at Auburn, you know, from a place like Rhode Island. It's it's a it's a good transition for a lot of guys and good exposure and and whatnot. And I think Auburn's going to have a chance with some offensive linemen. We haven't been able to get too many names uh, pinned down, but that is definitely one to watch. You have a couple of Alabama transfers. That's JV what I was going to ask. Is is there five Alabama guys on that offensive line in the portal? We've had a lot of people call it in and asking, hey, is there any sure. way? possible that Auburn could get an Alabama player or an SEC level offensive lineman to transfer into the program and you think Cole that Auburn's going to go after those guys yeah I think they're going to go after a couple of them I, I think JV and Cohen is, is a guy they want to go after a guy that has was once committed to Auburn um, before he flipped to Alabama and he's from Phoenix City right down the road so definitely gonna gonna give him a strong look and probably uh work hard on on getting him at auburn and then you have uh damian george is another guy who we think they have some interest in who um actually started interesting little note for you here yeah started against auburn in the iron bowl was like his third start that season this was last year and had one of the worst pff grades of anyone and uh Turns out he could not hear the snap count in Jordan Hare Stadium. Wow. <laughs> and that was one of the reasons T D Moultrie and Derek Hall were having such success against him in that game because they subbed about three different right tackles in and they and none of them could hear the snap count. Way to so, go, Jordan Hare. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was uh, that was um definitely played into it. But he had actually some, some good success as a starter at Alabama and that's another guy that, you know, they're gonna go and, and try to recruit. Wide receiver, we're seeing uh, Ra-Ra Thomas from Mississippi State uh, possibly coming to, to visit Auburn this upcoming weekend. What can you tell us about him and maybe other names at that wide receiver spot? Yeah, Ra-Ra Thomas, the guy that's originally from Eufaula, Alabama, which is not far off from Auburn. Um, kind of a small recruit that, that flipped away and got to Mississippi State and has had a good career over there. And it's so, so good that schools like Ole Miss, Tennessee, Georgia, and Auburn are interested and uh, Auburn's gone all in on this guy. They, they've made him sort of a priority and, and said, you know, you need to get back to the state of Alabama. We think that's important. He thinks it's important. So 
he is going to visit Auburn and, and he's going to, um, you know, probably visit those other schools and then have a decision pretty soon. So this, this we would we would venture to say that's probably Auburn's number one wide receiver uh, portal target for right now. Cole, you mentioned Georgia there, and it, it got me thinking. And this is kind of mo- more of a generalized question after we were talking some specifics, but does because uh, I've heard Kirby Smart talk about this in particular. That's why the Georgia thing jolted jolted this question. Do teams like Auburn that are already done have an advantage over teams like Georgia that are playing important? I mean, they're playing the most important games you can play. Do they have any sort of advantage in that their staff has more time to dedicate to recruiting and transfer portal versus having to also put a game plan together at this time? I would say that they have the advantage of of, uh, going in-home with these guys. Uh, with these transfer portal guys are going and meeting them and, and getting some one-on-one time with them. Whereas Georgia, who's preparing for the college football playoff, you know, can't do that right now. They can be on the phone. They can call them. They can get them on campus. But, you know, something about that, that, that trip out to go see a guy, that's always an important deal. And uh, Auburn has that advantage right now, and they're trying to take advantage of it. They're trying to work fast and get some guys in the fold, um, you know, in these first couple of days of the opening of the portal. Cole Pinkston's here with us. Follow him on Twitter at Cole Pinkston, Auburn Live and on 3 sportscom as the transfer portal is off and rolling. And uh, we see Zach Calzada is in the transfer portal. Question marks about uh, what TJ Finley's future could be at Auburn. With that being said, we got to talk quarterbacks with you, Cole. What does that position look like for the Tigers? Do you think they're going to actively pursue bringing in another quarterback? I do. I, I feel pretty strongly about that. I think um, I think Hugh Freeze and, and, his, and Ken Austin and some of these guys that are going to be uh, working with quarterbacks, I think they like Robbie Ashford. I think they like Holden Gurner. And I think they uh, think both have good potential. Obviously, Ashford sort of reminds them of, of Malik Willis, just raw and unpolished, but so much potential to work with. And they're happy with those two guys, but you got to have competition and, and you got to, um, if there's somebody out there you think could start for you, you're going to go for them. And uh, I think they're going to do just that. We're watching a couple guys right now, and, um, you know, it's, it's a little more unclear uh, with that position than it is at some others. We don't think any major push has been made on any guys yet. But we do think there's some interesting guys, maybe like Spencer Sanders. Um, am I saying his name right? Spencer yeah. Sanders from Oklahoma yeah. State. Oklahoma State, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's one guy. And then uh, Brendan Armstrong is a guy from Virginia that would m- maybe get a look as well. Those are just a few guys that sort of fit what Hugh Freeze does. And he may have some uh, history in recruiting those guys. So. Um, we're watching those, but as of right now, no major push, like we, like I said, has been made on any of these guys. Maybe waiting to see who else is going to enter. Let me put you on the spot here to make a little prediction for us, Cole, because so many people want to know when this coaching staff is going to be completed. If if we were to call you Saturday afternoon, do you think Auburn has all ten coaches filled by that point? Um, I don't think all ten. I will say I think coordinators will be in place. Okay. I'm not going to say all 10 yet because I still think there's some inner workings going on, some decisions to be made about guys that were left over. I think there's a lot of that going on. 
but I do think they're going to get the coordinators in before the week is over. That's a big thing. I know that a lot of fans are ready for that to happen, and you guys are doing such a great job of tracking that at Auburn Live on three sports. Cole Pinkston's here with us. All right, before we get you out of here, please give a plug for all the great things you guys have going on there. I know the end of the year is coming up, Cole, and it seems like you guys have a great deal happening right now with on three sports. That's right. Yeah, we got the coaching search special still going on because the coaching search is still going on. That's why I'm asking you the question, man. I I need to know when it's going to end, but it's keeping going. Right. Well, you know, we don't have the answer to that, but as long (laughs) as it's going on, you you can get in with us for twenty five bucks, and you got the whole year, man. Wow. I mean, it's it's we we had the one dollar for a year at one point. We we upped it a little bit, but it's still a great deal. It's still a great deal, and. I think if you see us on Twitter, if you see us, uh, you know, all the intel that we are able to, to scrape up between the four of us and, and with some help from others, uh, man, I, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to pass up. Seems like a you wise really investment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You need to join us. Auburn Live on three. Awesome. Cole, thank you so much for the time. Looking forward to talking to you again soon. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, man. That's uh, Cole Pinkston from Auburn Live. Joining us here on Sports Call.